want something more than just physical. It's been a while since you met someone original. Word. You spend your time drinking wine in your living room. All that good pussy can't find the one to give it to. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of You Don't Know. It's a podcast about wine and bullshit. I'm Renee. And I'm Don. And we're very pleased for you to join us uh, as we uh, venture into, you know, some sort of routine, uh, but not forgetting that we still have a lot of work to do uh, to uh, dismantle anti-blackness, just Mm -hmm. as a reminder. Keep up the good work. Um, uh, And while you're at it, you know, see if you can make a phone call. Uh, let's, let's, let's get the police that murdered Breonna Taylor arrested. Yeah. Cool. Well, now that we've done our little PSA, uh, that we'll likely continue to do, let's get on into wines. Um, so, uh, our local wine shop, uh, has had some pretty irregular hours because they are heavily involved in protests, which I fucking love they're making sure that their employees are able to to handle all of that and they've not been posting a whole lot and honestly i haven't even asked i've just been like let me just drink what i've got in my fridge and not bother <laughs> people i'm still paying them my monthly thing it doesn't matter i'll get my wine when i get it yeah um <clears throat> so i'm drinking a wine that i'm pretty sure that we've actually already talked about mm. but that doesn't matter because when we talked about it I probably didn't know what I was talking about. Not that I know what I'm talking about now, but I certainly wasn't paying as much attention as I am now. Um, so <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I like the color of it already. Isn't it pretty? Yeah. It is really pretty. So this, it, so it's, it's, a, it's a red wine. What did, I, what did I tell you to write down for me? Oh, it's in chat. Uh, country filled blend. <laughs> no, oh my god, the kind of wine. It's just like a blend. It's a red blend, right? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> this wine is on the bottle. It says red blend. Um, you may argue that it's like maybe rosé, like a darker version of mm. rosé, right? Um. Which fucked me up because I was like, it's foggy today. It's been really hot mm-hmm. most of the time, but today it was like, ooh, little so, chilly. Yeah, and then today it was, was like really foggy. chilly. And so I was like, I almost cracked open the Corner 103 wine. Oof. <laughs> I almost did it. But then I was like, I bought it for my auntie. Let me wait. Because um, at first I was like, I'll just buy another one, you know. Um, uh, but I don't know what I'm going to be going back up there again. So I was like, oh, I've got a, I've got a red in here. Um and then I open, and then I poured it, and I was like, "What? <laughs> That's not it." Um, but we'll see. I I don't remember what this tastes like or anything, so um, we're gonna go through go through the notes. the The first thing that I noticed when I poured this wine is how um, clean it looked mm-hmm. when I poured it, and you know, a lot of natural wines can have a little bit of haziness to them. This one is very clear. Um, the concentration I would say is pale. Uh, the color is 
red, but it's on the pinkish side, you know, because mm-hmm. it's a rosé. But it's it's darker than most rosés are. So it's got oh, yeah. kind of like a... Like, it's not ruby in the sense of, like, how you would talk about a darker wine, mm-hmm. like a like a Merlot or something, but it's 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 kind of like ruby, like a gem-like color mm. of a red. Can right? you do me a favor and hold the glass up? Like hold it. So it's interesting. It it I don't know if you see this or this is just Skype doing its Skype thing, but it there's a gradient from the top to the bottom. Yeah, there so, is. So yeah, at the top it's more bold and it looks like a normal like red blend uh, mm-hmm. uh, that you think of, but at the bottom it does have that rosé like features. And even like a little orangish, right? At the yeah. bottom, it's like a yeah. little orange. Yeah, I don't know. So it's not. I mean, it's not going to have a whole lot of rim variation. It's a two year old wine, so it's a twenty eighteen. Um, it is twenty twenty, right? <laughs> 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 I was like, wait, 2018, that's two years. I don't know why that math was so hard for me just now. Um yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't have any any tear staining that I can see. It's also a little dark in my apartment. Um and there's no gas evidence. It's not sparkling. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to just give it a whiff and see if I smell any faults. I haven't smelled it yet. I try to be pure. Ooh, man, that smells good. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have any faults. <laughs> so I'm not smelling anything like cork or, you know, cardboard or anything like that. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is delicate. So I do have to. S- I don't know what they're doing. else. <laughs> and actually, yesterday, fun fact, <laughs> I broke the handle that I used to close my window. Oh, <laughs> so I can't close it, but I'm sure it's just like something. the amount that you pay for that apartment. I want you to immediately notify yeah, yeah, your well. apartment manager and they should immediately fix your window. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll let them know tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, God damn it. But it hasn't been that bad. It's only bad now since we're recording. But yeah, it hasn't. I've had good sleeps. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, so the intensity is delicate. This is a youthful wine. Um, we do actually drink pretty young wines, uh, unless we're, like, ordering them. Most of our wines are, like, six months to a year. Like, we try to... We some, we typically drink them, like, same year. Mm-hmm. So this one's not youthful to me, but But it's probably youthful in the grander scheme of things. Um, Okay, so when we're going to talk about fruit, this is going to be a little interesting because it's not a white, it's not a red. It has, let me see, let me look at all the grapes that it's got. It has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It has seven different grapes in it. Getting busy. So I'm really curious. for that. Yeah, I'm really curious. One of them is Syrah, your favorite. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, it's got a Grenache, Muscat, Zin, uh, <laughs> Cab Sav. So it's got like a like a really interesting variety. Um, so what I smell? Hold on, let me smell my arm because I've had my fa- whole face in it now. 
And I notice you have you have a fancy cup. You know, we both have fancy cups. This time, yeah, I'm not drinking out of a Dixie this time. <laughs> so I'm going to say that this one has like melon and stone fruit, maybe? Mm. Yeah, it's got like melon or maybe something tropical. <laughs> I can't tell if it's like a stone fruit or or like a tropical thing. Yeah, but it it smells like melon to me. Um so I'm not smelling like the berries. Mm, so whatever yeah, the it's... white wine is is mm-hmm. is the more dominant is the more dominant smell that I've got. Yeah, and it was like fresh fruit and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um so yeah, this this the fruit character I would say is fresh, um, with a little bit of tart. Um, I'm not really smelling any like non-fruit things. It's not f- floral. Well, maybe. <laughs> Actually, it's more vegetal than it is floral. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't smell anything else like like earth. I'm not really smelling anything like mineral or I would. This is definitely not not aged in a wood barrel. Mm hmm. Um, all right. Are we ready for me to to give it a taste? Hell yeah. I can't wait to hear what you say it tastes like because I'm just drinking. So for those that obviously can't see me, I'm just drinking a regular cab. It's, you know. It was very, so I had a choice of whether to drink like a white or uh, a Chardonnay or something like that. Uh, I got my wine box in the mail, so I have plenty of wine. Um, But yeah, today was a cold, cold day. And so I was like, you know what? I need something that will warm the heart, even though it won't have the most interesting taste. It warms the heart. And so I'm just drinking a cab. yeah, it's 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 all right. Tell me about your wine. Lots of people like cab. All right, let me taste it. <clears throat> <laughs> you want me to edit that? Out? <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> no. Ooh. Ooh. Oh yeah. Mmm. <laughs> okay. It stung my tongue a little bit. Mmm. Um, I'm jealous. It's <laughs> like the tip of my tongue. <laughs> um, I would say that it's a little bit on like the dried off dry side. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Still fresh. Um, still vegetal. So it it tastes like it smells, basically. Mm, okay, nice. Yeah, it's really good. So that is it is it more? When we talked about it more than once. <laughs> <laughs> is it more actually, like? Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, actually, now that I, like my the aftertaste, I ta- I'm tasting a little berry now. Mm. Okay. Like a red berry. Like, okay. Like a cherry. Ooh, yeah. Actually. 
Maybe, actually, you know what? No, maybe more like a raspberry. Like, I want to say cherry, but cherry feels like a little bit too... Sweet. Yeah. Cherry's too, a little bit too sweet, yeah. It's like the, the red raspberry is like a little bit of this, mm-hmm. the like, soury kind of... This is really good. <laughs> nice. Mm. Anyway. That's all I'm going to do for that. I mean, I could go through all the other palette things, but it doesn't matter. This is really good. This is a good wine. We should jump in the topics. And the topic of this, I think we kind of both agree, was Pride Month. And so just want to give a shout out to me mom and everyone (laughs) that's kind of celebrating this event. Um, what What are your thoughts? Well, um, tomorrow, which when the episode comes out, it'll actually be yesterday, um, is the anniversary of um, the Pride Riot that happened in New York. Mm. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Educate me. Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in New York... Uh, the Stonewall Inn. You, I, you haven't seen like any of the signs that have gone on that have been like, "Pride was a riot," and talking about Stonewall at all. No, it's interesting. All of the Pride things, um, or just Pride riots. I think about uh, kind of the the Russian um, kind of thing that happened. Uh, where there Russian? was, yeah, there was like. Uh, Are you talking about Pussy Riot? No, no, I think this is something else to where they did something with uh, pressure the government into doing something. I'm not sure, but please educate me. Great, I'm ready. So, one of the things that ha- I've been. All right, it's not that it's bothered me, but something that has just been I've been like acutely aware of, especially recently when um in the midst of everything that's been going on with the protests, um people have been making a very conscious effort at least here, I don't know how it's happening anywhere else to include black trans lives. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, have you seen any of like the specific um protests that have to do with like all black lives, black mm-hmm. trans lives, like bringing awareness there. Yeah. And this is something that I think about um, pretty regularly when it comes to like pride, because there isn't a whole lot of um, recognition of uh, the trans women of color that started the pride riot um, mm-hmm. at Stonewall. So Marsha P. Johnson was a black trans woman and Sylvia Rivera, she was a trans Latinx woman. Mm. And these these women um, were completely disrespected during the gay pride movement that happened in the 70s. I mean, if you watch any of the clips of them showing up at any of the um, events you know they they were they were marginalized by their own queer community mm-hmm. um they you know and and trans women of color have been marginalized by their own community of color um you know we 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 are both sort of part of a, our own respective communities of color that 
um, are hypersexualized and also, um, uh, you know, what's the, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, like they're phobic to, Oh yeah. Like homophobic Mm -hmm. and you know, it's okay to be a gay woman, but it's certainly not okay to be a gay man and certainly not a trans man or certainly not a, uh, you know, a man in drag. Yeah. And Um, and I just kind of want to, uh, but in here, but like, yeah, I'm, I would say I'm definitely a part of uh, the, not a part of the battle rap community, but like, I kind of follow that community a lot. And so yeah, there has been a very harsh aggression towards trans people. But yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it, I think it's so, so, so vitally important to talk about these two trans women during this time because, um, you know, they they deserve the respect from the queer community and they also deserve the respect from their communities of color for fighting for their right to exist, which should never have to be a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like that shouldn't even be something that should even need to be uh you know that you have to convince people of like jesus christ (laughs) um but you do because you know it's all about uh control and and as long as you have people that are marginalized capitalist society can thrive and continue at the you know benefit of white men Mm. uh and through the tears of white women so you know (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, it, it confuses me because a lot of these people, um, a lot of these people, the way I see it in my mind, a lot of these people that throw the, out these aggressions and don't don't put the respect uh, on these people's names, uh, they are, what was that? <laughs> I just said Autry. I was just thinking about <laughs> Birdman. I'm sorry. You're talking about something serious. No, 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 no. It's fine. Dish. No, cut in whatever. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just like a lot of these people are pro-abortion. And so they're very much, oh, you can do whatever you want with your body. You know, it's your body, your choice. And then when you say or you put someone that's trans in front of their face, they're like, Oh, get away from me. Like they see it as other <laughs> instead of, and that just blows my mind. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Have you, have you seen the new, um, uh, uh, Netflix special disclosure? Is it like a comedy special or no? I don't know. I don't think. No, no, no. No. Um, did you ever, uh, watch Orange is the New Black. Yep. Mm-hmm. I watched okay. the first two seasons. Or, yeah. Yeah. I only, I only, I, I couldn't, I understand that that show, you know, is good for some things. Um, but oof, I just <laughs> could not get with that white woman. Um, <laughs> I couldn't watch it because her privilege just like <laughs> <on my> skin. 
<laughs> I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, it's the same reason why I didn't watch Girls. I don't know why people loved that show. Like the moment I turned, I found out that Lena Dunham used the N word, and like the interview that she gave was like, there's just so much power in it. It's just like you use it and it's got power. And I was just like, this fucking privileged-ass white girl has no clue. And I don't understand why people are still watching it. I feel like, I swear to God, I feel like I have been in, like, crazy town for years in my friend group, uh, like, with coworkers and all kinds of stuff. Because even back to, like, our very first episode talking about R. Kelly, it's like... Things make sense, right? Like, you should boycott Lena Dunham, right? Like, you mm-hmm. shouldn't watch her show. And then you would, and then I would have like my other friends of color that would be like, well, you know. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Why is this okay? Yeah. I just don't, I just, yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm glad that finally now, I'm sure people are, have already forgotten about Lena Dunham, but here's a reminder that she's problematic. She's literally like neoliberalism, white woman, white feminism, like incarnate. Um, I'm gonna look this person up. (laughs) But people love her. People suck her tit all the time. (laughs) So they're 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 on the tit. They're they haven't moved to the bottom. I'm not into her. Oh, why? Because she's quirky and weird and awkward, and you can relate because you're that way too. Do you also use the N word? Like, just get the fuck out of here. I just don't understand. Um, yeah, normally, normally when you say names, I'm like, I don't know who that person is, but I'll look them up and I'm like, oh, this person. But I looked her up and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I still, I'm still clueless on who this person is. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Anyway, so Laverne Cox was uh, a trans woman on the show and, um, she uh we're talking about like orange is the, new black right and not yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 and it was and it was beautifully done like her her character was beautifully done she had like full story full you know character arc um mm. there were problems i would think in the show but uh you know like she got to show up as her true self mm-hmm. you know it wasn't a trans character that was played by a heterosexual male it was it was a trans woman playing a trans woman um talking about real things that pertain to trans women so it was i think um to have that represent and she was a black trans woman so like to have that mm-hmm. representation is so important disclosure talks a lot about the problematic things that happen in media as it pertains to trans women. Um, It is really powerful. It is really enlightening. Um, I suggest that uh, people watch it. I, I think that especially right now, especially, especially the queer community, you know, just seeing the full um the fullness of of black trans women in general um and how they are showing up um for the queer community i think mm-hmm. is is really important specifically right right now mm-hmm. um it's yeah it, do it yeah the end. <laughs> full stop yeah well i just want to bring one 
one thing up is, you know, I think going back to the battle rap community, and I spoke on this before, but like we have changed the way we talk about gay people. And so, like like I said before, uh, the F word is, people still say it, but it's always like, uh, there's, there's like a, a negative stigma about it. And so Good. I think this is just the next move, like, you know, one step at a time. And I think uh, yeah. we will get there. But yeah. Well, do you know who B. Simone is? I, you watch uh, Wild and Out, right? She's she's part of. Yeah, I watch Wild and Out, show. but I I really only like I don't know everyone's name except for like Charlie Clips because he's in the battle rap community. Yeah, Hitman yeah. Holla, he's in the battle rap community. I don't know anyone else. Okay, so years ago, <laughs> my friend and neighbor Tabby sent me a clip from B. Simone, which is, she was talking about, like, dating life or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was basically, it was it was hilarious. It was really funny. And I, like, followed her ever since, right? So I, I watch her clips and stuff. Sometimes she gets on my nerves, but whatever. Um, you know, people just, like, sometimes, um, I'm not in a body comedy, and I feel like sometimes people like use like annoying, annoying tropes to be funny. It's mm-hmm. like it's not funny. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> for the most part, she's really funny. She she's like witty and and um, it, she cracks me up. So um, she's been sort of like under fire recently for um, using a. What are they called? Like a slur, but towards the the queer community, towards trans folk, um, mm-hmm. in general, right? Yeah. Um, and they pulled this clip from like I don't know however long ago, and played it, and I think like you know how language changes, right? And so at one point that was the word that was used and it was not okay then, but if you haven't, if you've never educated yourself, if you've never like been exposed, um, then, you know, you're just walking around like a fool and saying really problematic things. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think we're also at a time where, um, we should really be more, excuse me, I'm like burping from drinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you had a couple sips. <laughs> I know, I like barely drank, but it's like, whatever. Actually, let me take another sip. Um, but uh, what the fuck was I saying? You were saying, I don't know, like, what did she say? We should, or, oh, we should, I don't want to use the word because yeah. I don't, I don't, it, like, we know what the N-word means, right? Yeah, yeah. If I were to say the T-word, do you know what I mean? Because I don't mean trans. I mean, it's a, it's uh, yeah, a yeah. word other than trans, okay, but yeah, it's yeah. like, no, no, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's all you have to say. Yeah. Okay. I, I But I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I called it the F-word. Like, I don't want to say it either. <laughs> yeah. So, because I don't want to give power to it, right? I just want it to be, like... 
people need to remove certain things from their language. Or like when I said the R word, the whatever episode, because it's in your mind, right? And yeah. when you're like trying to find something and then you just say it and you you learn this as a kid, yeah. right? You learn how to talk because that's how you hear other people talk. And that's why it's so important for us now that we are adults mm-hmm. and when we are around other adults or we are around other children, we should, in general, be careful about the words that we're using and yeah, making sure, sure that we are speaking positively when we are talking about entire fucking groups of people. Mm-hmm. You know, like... And, and the and- thing about it is, I think when you recognize the problem, being a part of the solution is probably the best thing you can do. So, like, for me, I'm... I would say I'm also like when you said the R word, I'm also part of the problem because in my eyes, I don't see that as a rough enough like word. But now that I'm kind of educating myself on that word and how it hurts other people, now I'm trying to be become part of the solution to like where I like don't use that word. Don't like edit it out next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell someone to yeah. not use that word. Yeah, you know, exactly. like that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm actually fine now that it's there because I'm just like, well, teaching moment, you know, like. Yeah. But I think I I think for me, it's it's more than just like, whoops, I didn't know, you know, like we're we are at this information age, right, where we can start to be to actually be proactive about the way that we communicate so that. Um, we can prevent those sort of like, I didn't know moments from happening. You know what I mean? Like there are things that we can do right now to ensure that we are fixing future behaviors for the children that are growing up, future behaviors for maybe people that are teenagers, fixing the behaviors for people that are in their 20s by starting to talk to them about these types of things now, these hurtful things. And... um, you know, she didn't make the situation any better. So I just want to make sure I'm like very clear that I think her line of thinking is even problematic. Um, because when she was talking about the LB, uh, LBGTQ community plus community, she said, um, let us bake in tomato something. And it was just like, what? yeah, what? right. And it's like, so what she did was she like doubled down, right? She like doubled down on her problematic mm. communication skills. Um, and you know, like that's not cool either, but who am I? Uh, you know, I don't know this woman. I'm just, I, I, I just think that it would be, uh, I just don't understand why people won't just like fix their problematic behavior. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like just just queer folk in this in this world are just you know uh, they need they need our support and they need to. It's hard enough. I mean, we've come a long way, but that doesn't mean that now all of a sudden we get to just be assholes. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, trans, trans women, women, men and women in particular have had it especially tough. Um, I, you know, the, 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 the whole reason why we have queer pride is because of two trans women of color, one black, one Latinx, and we should 
we should ensure that we are using um, what they started and continuing the the fight for fixing what is broken in us that causes us to separate ourselves from the humanity of others because they have their differences. We should recognize those differences, appreciate those differences, respect them, and be proactive about educating ourselves so that we do not um, further marginalize people in any form or fashion. That's where we'll end it. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I loved where we, you know, at first I was like, oh, this is getting a bit too long. When is she going to get to the drop? (laughs) (laughs) When's the Renee speech coming out? Oh, shit. The quotable. Do I have a Renee speech? Yeah. I I think you have it on like 90% of the episodes where it's like, what? You know, I, I try to, I try to, I try to say some stuff, you know, and you educate me. You don't know, homie. You don't know. <laughs> Neither do I, honestly. Like, my opinion could change in a month. Who knows? Yeah. We're just doing our best, yeah. right? We're we're just doing our best. The podcast is called You Don't Know, and this has been, wow, I've been drinking. This has been <laughs> Renee and Don. <laughs> we out. <laughs> ting, ting, spittoon. <laughs> oh, my God. What, what is charcuterie? Man, it's, it's when you go to your hotel room and they got the cheese and the fucking pepperoni sliced on a little wooden board waiting on you. New jewelries, new taste level shit, she be schooling me.